1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Brought to you by Screen X, exclusively at Market Ridge Cinema in New Berlin. Screen X provides moviegoers with a 270-degree viewing experience. Immerse yourself in the breathtaking visuals at Marcus Ridge Cinema's Screen X in New Berlin. Get your tickets at MarcusTheaters.com. And now, from Super Bowl City, Tim Murray. Hello there. You're not it quite is a... the site of Super Bowl 58 here in yeah. Las Vegas, Nevada. You're not exactly at ground zero, but you're at ground one or two. I don't know how far away you have to be. To be ground zero? Or how close you have to be. City limits? 50-yard line of the Super Bowl is ground zero probably, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That is absolutely ground zero, yeah. But how far away can I get? Outside the city limits? Outside the Still the be stadium? at ground zero? Outside the stadium? On the strip? In the stadium be ground zero. I don't know. Well, I won't be in the stadium. Unless you guys want to throw me some cash. You don't need cash. You're in the media. Get a press pass. Show them your press pass. Yeah. I think my press pass says right on the top of it, <laughs> no Super Bowl access. <laughs> you call. Hi, it's Tim Murray calling uh, from VEASAN. Uh, hey, it's me. Not only do I want to have press access to the Super Bowl, I'd like you to send a couple of people down so I can talk to them on my show. A couple of players. Maybe give me a couple pizzas, too. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> Just throw it in there. I mean, it's a better chance pizzas show up than players. Little, that's for little, sure. A little hungry yeah. down here if you throw in a little, little za. Can me. you have you noticed? Because Las Vegas hosts everything. They are built for this sort of thing. It's a it's a it's a party town. It's a convention town. All of that stuff. Have you noticed any different? Anything different? Any more traffic? Any more backups? Any more anything this week? Not really. Yeah. Because you're made um, for this. You know, last night, so last night was Tuesday. I would say at at work at Circa, there was a little, there was definitely a little more, a little more buzz, a little more juice. All right, uh, a little bit more, but not like, wow, it's nuts in here. No. Okay. No. I did see uh, there's some sort of celebrity golf tournament going on at, on Wednesday. And, and that's the thing, right? There's just different events going on. Every single day this week. Well, Liv's going to be playing, what, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because they play three-round shotgun start. They're in town. Yep, they'll be at the uh, Las Vegas Country Club. Drove by there yesterday, apparently, because this week is also the uh, famous Phoenix Open, Waste Management, and that's the that's that's where you party, right? right. That, that's the party party spot that's where dudes take their shirts off on the putting green when they sink a 20 30 40 footer all that stuff and and the 17th green is you know everyone you you walk through the the tunnel there is, into a an arena it looks like it is like the, what what they have going in phoenix this weekend with the waste management deal is the bizarro world to the masters <laughs> am i right yeah, I could see. Yeah, I could see that because the a, crowd is cheering and drinking, and it's all encouraged. 
to you're encouraged to be loud and you know at the Masters be disruptive. Yes, and there's a stadium. Which yeah, I don't ever. Is there another one like that in golf anywhere? No, not even close. Yeah, not even close. You got grandstands and stuff. Yeah, it almost is like this is where Liv got the idea for their <laughs> whole for their whole deal, right? And it's because the sixteenth hole. Seventeenth, I thought. Is it sixteenth or seventeenth? It's a par three, and it's an odd. I mean, you're not teeing off, starting the thing from there, or finishing. It's no, an it's odd. You can't start the day at the party. Got to mm. build yourself up to the party. If you're in live, you would because they have a shotgun start. Oh, that's true. With, with that's their, right. so somebody's going to start well, on the they, party hole, right? and they have the. Do they have a party hole at every course? On because live? I drew. Yeah, because right. I drove by the course yesterday. I was dropping someone off at dinner after my show, and I drove by the the course where Liv will be playing, and I saw their party hole, which I guess is the whole third hole. I don't know. I, I, I've I've never watched a Liv event, so I don't know if that's a regular thing. But yeah, they have a party hole. What makes it the party hole? DJ, oh. Dancing Girls, a The bar? big screen that I drove past that okay. said, Party Hole. <laughs> All right. There's that's that. A, that's what it said. <laughs> well, it looks like they have a lot of holes on that course that are not completely encased or surrounded by uh, stands, but but a lot of them. In Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is quite an event. It is it is like no other, a tradition like no, no other. other. Yeah, right. yeah. It is and, it and is a, definitely not uh, in the Masters way either. And I don't want to say it's a bad thing because people love it. The golfers seem to love it. Yeah, it's, it's unique. It's yeah. different. And how did it get like that? What happened no in idea. Phoenix where they went? You know, it's a little more fun. One, you know, it had to be in America, <laughs> or you know, if they did this in Saudi Arabia, I'd believe that too. Yeah. I just wonder what sparked this. Like, you know, we're going to be different here in Phoenix. Boy, you better not shank one in that. And, uh, and you were right, uh, Brian. Did you you look it up? Yeah, it is the 16th, not the 17th. That, yeah. is, the, that is the party hole. Party hole. Is there like an island hole right outside that one? Looks like there's a, a moat surrounding a green just. Yeah, it does look like that. And then you have to walk. You walk through, and that's like a big tunnel. That you walk mm. through and out into, like, as if you're a gladiator. <laughs> right, out into, into the, the uh... sunshine of day again, <laughs> and everyone cheers. <laughs> kind of mm. like the island hole at Silver Spring. <laughs> what is that number? That's seven. Seven. Yeah, I don't remember. It's eight. Eight is Silver Spring. But it looks like they have an island hole or a hole with a moat around it. They have a tunnel at Kettle Hills, too. That you have to drive your cart through to go under the road to go over to the woods. You don't emerge into a cheering crowd, do you? Not usually. (laughs) Not usually? Sometimes. (laughs) Looks like they might keep wood chips back there in that area or something like that. So I'm skimming through a big, a long article on golf.com about what made the Phoenix Open what it is. And... um, it it said something to the effect of they were trying to find ways to entice golfers to come to the Phoenix Open. In order to entice players and spectators, the Phoenix Open had to adapt, adapt or risk 
becoming obsolete. A niche market among players as a fun spot to have a couple Rob Roy's and play some high desert golf isn't a long-term business model. Players and fans still had to want to come. The tournament still had to matter. Thanks to one magical Tiger Woods moment in 1997, the tournament reached a new level. The skybox is around 16. You know what made that? Tiger's hole in one. If you look at the video when Tiger Woods hit his hole in one, you'll see that there were some tents. There's a lot of people just standing around, and it was really just a spectator hole. Yeah, that's what golf is. It's, it's, you stand around quietly. You're a spectator. And then I he hits that, and the place goes crazy. Somebody has a beer, and they go, you know, you know what we could do? Make this thing a party. <laughs> These stands are up all year long. They don't. No, they take them down. They do. Yeah. Boy, that seems I, like a lot of work. Well, it's like we that could, at every tournament. Have you ever been to a golf course that's had a major? It's like they build a city in there. It's insane. You walk in and go, they did all this for this, one weekend? Okay, well, this it, this looks like more than any other, other course I've ever seen on TV. I know they erect grandstands yeah, and stuff on, on every course they yeah. play on, but it takes a month to get like ready. A, it yeah, it literally looks like a stadium. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought when I saw it last year. It's like, whoa. Yeah, they take it very seriously. They are gonna rock and roll on that hole. Where do they warehouse all that crap? <laughs> it's the desert. <laughs> got a lot of <laughs> space, space out there. Yeah, just keep throw it over there. Up the poles. Right. Uh do you know what a Rob Roy is? I just looked it up. Rob Roy is a cocktail. Something con- from. Go ahead. It's a cocktail consisting primarily of whiskey and vermouth created in 1894 by the bartenders at the Waldorf Astoria in Manhattan, New York. So they came up with the salad and the Rob Roy there? I mean, that's a lot for one hotel, right? What and year? It's also, and it's also a movie. 1894. Uh, yeah, with Liam Neeson, right? With Liam Neeson. <laughs> 1894. Well, you know, the bulk of the population was East Coast, East mm-hmm. of the Mississippi. Yeah. It looks like it, it look, it's in a martini glass. It uh, comes with, what is the fruit? It's blueberries, it looks like, on a skewer. Rob Roy. Uh, yeah. I've heard of the Rob Roy. Just... Yeah. Ingredients, one and a half ounces scotch whiskey, five sixths ounces sweet vermouth, and a dash of bitters. Yeah. Go get yourself a Rob Roy tonight. Maybe. Maybe Sounds I'll... pretty close to the uh, drink. Is it Andy McDowell was ordering on Groundhog Day in the movie? What Sweet vermouth sure? with a twist. Is that what was she was drinking? I think yeah. it was. Uh. Mm. <laughs> That's my favorite drink. Mine too. <laughs> Sweet vermouth with a twist. I don't think I'd enjoy that. But. Who knows? Yeah, so there it is, the Rob Roy. That's the sophisticated drink that they were referring to in that article. So, all right, so you got Phoenix. You got uh, Liv going on in your town trying to – they knew the Super Bowl was coming there when they decided to have their tournament, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, did they go there because? Maybe because. Maybe they wanted, you know, they knew there would be people looking for activities. And Things this, to do. And when I say sports fans, Las Vegas was built for the Super Bowl. It's built for the Super Bowl plus 
obviously, right? I mean, you just yeah, had a, you just had a Grand Prix race there or a Formula One race there back in November. The yeah, they had to get all that out of there. That would be in one year if you had one of those things go on in your town, you would go, oh yeah, you know what we did that year? We had this. This is in like three months. You've had these three events. Yeah, I, that's. It's capital. It's the it's business champ- of Las Vegas. It's it literally, without putting the name on it, has turned into Championship City. It is the city we used to joke about, where we just built stadiums for championships. And now, yeah, we've we had the uh, in-season tournament from the NBA in December. <laughs> right, you hosted that. Yeah. We had the Stanley Cup. Not that that was came. That was because our right. team was good. But and with all this that. going on, your what mar- year did you have the draft? That was two two drafts ago. The NFL yes. draft was yep. on last year. It wasn't last year. It was two years ago. Again, yeah. made for that. Yeah, April you, of twenty two. You probably didn't even have to erect any facilities or grandstands because it's Las Vegas. You're just ready for that kind of crowd. Or if they do, once again, there's a warehouse full of yeah, parts right there. Right. Yeah. And with all that going on, your mayor, Carolyn Goodman, <laughs> your mayor, could you know this, Brian? No. The mayor of Las Vegas, Carolyn Goodman, said, She's a hoot. Maybe the A's should stay in Oakland. <laughs> what? what? Yes. Right. Tim, explain. Yeah. She said to uh, front office sports, <laughs> quote, I personally think the A's have got to figure out a way to stay in Oakland to make their dream come true. Worst mayor I don't understand. Ever. She added, should that fail, Las Vegas has shown that it is a spectacular market for Major League Sports franchises. I don't know if this was a, a knock on... Not giving the A's what they apparently want. This whole A's situation has been an absolute disaster. More so on their front with the city, with their fan base, with everything that's gone on regarding the A's leaving. And now the latest is, well, maybe they won't go to Vegas. This would be the equivalent of Buffy, Jody, and Sissy Showing up at Uncle Bill's house, Bill Davis, after their parents were tragically killed in a car wreck. Bill Davis opens the door. Doesn't know anything about family affairs. Uncle Bill opens the door, sees the three of them standing there, orphans now, and just closes the door and Hmm. walks away. That's because the A's are all in on going to Oakland, right? I mean, they're going to Vegas. Yeah, I mean, going to Vegas. They're leaving Oakland. They can't stay in Oakland now. The A's ballpark is planned for a nine-acre parcel on the Strip, and Goodman said that the congestion makes the site less attractive than a larger site in North Las Vegas, which she proposed. However, the mayor and the city do not have jurisdiction over the Strip, which falls under the oversight of Clark County. Uh Uh-oh. Quote, there are a lot of questions about whether that's going to fit she said. So you can be mayor of Las Vegas, but you don't have 
power over the entire city of Las Vegas. That I, part falls under Clark County. I guess. It's I too big know. for the mayor's office. The county's got to handle it. Apparently. But they were going to play somewhere with, what, about a 40,000-seat capacity until the, 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 the new place got built? Is that the story? Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. It's it's just been a. It's Have they a, got plans for the Oakland A's for Alameda County Stadium? Where they gotta bulldoze that and put up a parking lot? Or is, mall? is that in motion? Maybe maybe some condos, <laughs> right? Because I think they have plans. Or is it like Northridge? Well, there's no yeah, plans. It's just, a, it's just gonna sit know. empty. I don't know. Wow. So, yeah. so your mayor yesterday said maybe Oakland's the place for you guys, not here and uh, in so Las Vegas. Vegas yoinks two teams from Oakland, basically, right? Trying. That was that's the story. Yeah, the Raiders and hockey they got that was new. That was brand new. Was yeah, that was an expansion. Yeah. I think NBA NBA whenever it comes will be an expansion franchise. Yeah. All right. Hmm. The A's really want to stay in Oakland. They want to be on the water. Goodman told Front Office Sports, <laughs> "They have, they have that ma- that magnificent dream, and yet they can't get it done." I just think there's an appetite in Oakland. I run into people from Oakland all the time. They want to keep the team, and it's just the government up there. It costs money. I love the people of Oakland. Oakland. I think they deserve to have their team. Wow. That's a weird thing for a, a mayor to say. I have a feeling she is saying these things because she's being forced to say them by who? Some evil criminal element. You Riddler? Here's, here's what you're Joker? gonna say. You're Penguin? gonna say you don't want the A's in town. They but should you stay do? but they should stay in Oakland. You don't want them coming here to Vegas. They look better on the water. I don't care what you say. I don't know. That's weird. That is very strange. I don't, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't think there's a lot of excitement. Actually, I know there's not a lot of excitement locally for for the A's to come. Well, it's Las Vegas. They have lights and blinking stuff, showgirls, pools. Look, drinks, this town, prost- rib, prostitution, tons of, pr- tons of seafood and prostitution. <laughs> the not they are the seafood capital, right? That's we of the world. <laughs> then I just read this morning that lobsters are illegal in Nevada, so I don't know how that works out. <laughs> and they eat more of them there than anywhere. That would be crazy. But baseball is kind of a leisurely, you know, afternoon game kind of a different pace than Las Vegas. This city has yeah, I see what you mean. completely from day one wrapped its arms around the, the Golden Knights. Right. They love hockey. And it was the first professional franchise to come to town and they fully just and it helped that year one they mm-hmm. went to the Stanley Cup. That yeah. is a that was helpful. An, that was ridiculous. They were really in, playing for the Stanley Cup their first year, right? That was that was quite a story. 
And then they won it a couple years later, so it wasn't like it was a flash in the pan. Right. It was, you know, they, they found a way to win it. Um, the Raiders, I think people like having an NFL franchise here. I don't think the Raiders are nearly as embraced from a fan perspective <laughs> as the Knights because no but it's a great place to go if you're playing the Raiders oh absolutely Vegas a great hockey town yeah what with its right icy cold climate and rinks everywhere think that of all true. the kids skating all the time that is incredible kids are getting into hockey around here yeah and we didn't go to the desert for so long because it was so gd hot <laughs> Air conditioning changed everything. Hockey, right. Air conditioning changed everything to where hockey is Vegas's number one sport. That's so weird. Yeah. Well, I would say I, football's still the number one sport, but so many people here in this town had a team. I don't think anybody had a, I won't say anybody, but most people didn't have a hockey team. And then. It's such a great destination place to go and watch your team play, though. Yeah. I mean, it's just – I don't want to say it's easy, but, again, when you get there, there's like you don't have what? They have everything in Las Vegas. Everything. They're ready for you. They do this around the clock. Just the – Well, yeah, I mean, yesterday I was sitting at uh, – I grabbed a drink after my show – and you know, I I saw a Rob Roy. I didn't. I did not get a Rob Roy. Maybe tonight I'll get a Rob Roy. All right. Uh, I saw I'll be Urban, shocked if the bartender knows how to make it. I saw Urban Meyer. He was just there, uh, and and that makes sense. Do you have a girl on his Bowl. lap like he did at that when those one pictures he, when he got fired. He he did not, but he did have an evil goatee. It was <laughs> an like evil goatee. Evil goatee. Like it felt like he kind was of a like Vincent Price kind of look. Like he. Felt like he was like embracing the the dark side, you know, mm-hmm. with a with a goatee. But then, as I was sitting there, I uh, I saw someone from uh, from a recent, I guess not recent, it's a long time ago, uh, series of of Real World. I was like, I think that's MJ from one of the Real World series seasons. I texted. It wasn't Puck. It was not Puck. No. I'm trying to think of some other Real World. Ruthie. Uh, Ruthie. No, it was not Ruthie. Um, but I texted my buddy who worked at Circa. I go, Hey, I think, cause he likes the real world. I'm like, I think MJ from the real world is at one of the bars. So he went up to him later in the night and he was like, yeah, he's here for some like roofing convention. I'm like there's other conventions going on the week of the Super Bowl. <laughs> the roofing conventions yeah. in we're town. Gonna, we're going to send you out to Vegas this week. Okay. Anything going on outside of the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, a couple other conventions. Got a live uh, golf tour out there. Yep. And we I drove. A... I drove down the strip last night, and they had uh, CBS's set is right out in front of the Bellagio on the Bellagio fountains. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yes, that's where they're set up. They're not on Radio Road this year. They're they're not doing that. Nope. I don't yeah, know why. Down. Somebody always well, grabs the Bellagio fountains for a background, don't they? And I think they when put you it have in, uh, oceans, whatever. But yet they set up Ocean's grandstands 11. on it for the Formula One race that was in town. They yep. they covered it and built grandstands over Didn't the boat. Didn't they uh, row some boats over it for the draft? Yes. Yeah, you were going to be gondoled out. It's in some promo yeah. right yeah. now. 
Yeah, you're right. Just saw it. I just saw the Bellagio fountains in a promo. Yeah. On the TV last night, and I forget what it was for. And that's. Did you guys get down to the the Bellagio uh, fountain show when you were in town? I've seen I've it in the past. I've you know I've seen it. You know I haven't. It wasn't like a destination, but I was there when it was going off, and I stopped. Yeah, if you're walking by it, it's kind of right, cool. Right, exactly. It's like going to, uh, uh, what's the one with the pirate ship out front? Treasure Island? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like going by that. It's like, eh, watch the boat show for a second. Oh, it's going to sink. There goes a the cannon. It's kind of like being at a Buccaneers game. Don't you think, I don't Tim? Think I, I don't think I've ever walked by Treasure Island. Yeah, I've seen it. And I, what's across the street from there? Because I know I've watched it from my, my hotel window, too. Uh, I think, is that when? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or Palazzo, but maybe. There's something maybe it was a Palazzo. There's something going on all over, all the time in Vegas. It just doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. So, you didn't say anything to Urban Meyer, did you? No. I did not. It's a DraftKings ad. Oh, here you Three. go. With, uh, Jamie Foxx. Showtime. Oh, there it is, yeah. That one's running now. Yeah, that's what I yeah, said. That's we the current one. one. Last night. Back with K's, RBIs, and the TKOs pay B I G. Yeah. This is MGM. Isn't it? Oh, it's got some fountain in the background. Yeah, it looks like the Bellagio. Are but you're right, that's that an MGM. many fountain shows? Tim? M- yeah, the MGM. Uh, Bellagio's an MGM property. Okay, there you okay. go. That, that explains it. So, yeah. All right, yeah. Fountain all over the place. You know, people would come from around America to see the 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 show and the fountains at the Bellagio. I think the fountains might be the Las Vegas version of the Statue of Liberty or the Golden Gate Bridge. It's they have the, that down at New York, iconic. New York. I know. That's <laughs> they, those are spares. They don't need those things. I think they finally found what they were looking for. Something. They have an Eiffel Tower at Paris. I know. <laughs> It's got the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all there in Las it's Got Vegas. the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, the fountain. Yeah, the big fountain. It is. Uh, it is quite a town. So, what happened uh, football wise yesterday? It's Wednesday, middle of the week. Now we're starting to. Now they're starting to get ready to play football, right? Yeah, I mean, not, nothing popped on my radar. Um, there was some media availability down in at Lake Las Vegas. Um, you know, a couple days ago they were. Complaining about the uh, about the field conditions, but um, I don't I don't think anything was uh, super noteworthy from uh, from yesterday regarding the Super Bowl. Kind of just a kind of a quiet day. I felt like I got the ten NFL fan bases that deserve a Super Bowl the least. The, the teams the or the city? Yeah, right. Fan bases. Yeah, okay, oh, okay, so these fans deserve the Super least? Bowls less the than least. anybody. Well, that's a lot of that's a third of the league. Yeah. Well, Kansas they City. Start with the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Then the Cowboys, which you know, they haven't really had a Super Bowl in thirty years. But we can say this about years. the Cowboys. They've had everything but a Super Bowl. I mean they have the best stadium. They have not good enough for a World Cup facility. final though. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. Eagles. Well, they just yeah, they were they were they won one five years ago. The Jacksonville ago. Jaguars. They don't deserve one. Their fan base deserves the, uh, the, the fan base the story yeah. says not deserving a Super Bowl is much different than the Patriots, Cowboys and Eagles supporters. Because the Jaguars don't have much of a fan base to begin with. Okay, so there's not enough. It's the fan base thing. 
They're not wild enough about football in Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, then the Chiefs. No explanation there. It's their third Super Bowl. Nothing Super Bowl in what, six years? Yeah. Yeah. The Giants. And they won those two Super Bowls with uh, 42 Eli. and 46. Eli. Beat the Patriots to do it, right? The Commanders. Come on, man. <laughs> Your stadium's half full on a Sunday. Come on. Mm-hmm. It's always. Attendance and ticket sales have yeah. declined rapidly. Not enough excitement about football in Washington. If you want to go watch your team play the Commanders in, in D.C. or Virginia, right? Where's your stadium? Maryland. Maryland. You can easily get a ticket. Oh, yeah. Easily. It might be the easiest place to get a ticket to see your team play on the road. They have a lot of uh, prejudice in this list against fan bases that don't show up for games. That's a bad fan base. Very much. The Chargers is next. They say visiting fans outnumber Chargers fans at SoFi. I was... I told you the story about the people who went on the tour of SoFi Stadium. They said, oh, I'd love to see a game here. And the guy who was giving the tour said, go to a Chargers game. It's much cheaper here. <laughs> the Rams are going to cost you a lot more money. Yeah, then the Buccaneers and the Rams for the same reasons. Yeah. Is there not great attendance in Tampa? When they're winning Super Bowls, hmm. there was. But I, I think they're kind of like, it's Florida. we got other stuff to do. Attendance was consistently near the bottom through the tens. Twenty nineteen they placed thirtieth. Really? Well then Tom Brady went there, they won one and I guess it's back down. It's like Atlanta. They show up when they're good. Well pays to be good then. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad we're not on that list because Well, we sell out. We're full. Lambeau Field is full every Sunday. I thought the Packers would be on this list when I when I started clicking on it because of our last two quarterbacks and our success. Yeah, because it's of not success. really a success because no, we know it's kind of we got mostly two Super about Bowls. attendance. Yeah. Um, what do you know about this new sports app, Tim, with ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers all teaming up? I don't know anything, but it looks like a big deal. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it coming out yesterday that there's what something in the works between all these to. They'll all be together. Yeah, they'll all be equal owners, and it'll make all of their sports programming available on this app. But if I can, if I'm all, Rock said this is for cord cutters. If you have cable, you're probably going to get it already on on your cable system. But if you don't, this is a way to, well, I just want sports, and here it all is. ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers are forming a new joint venture to launch a sports streaming service in fall of 2024. This will include the company's portfolio of sports networks, direct to customer sports services, etc. Subscribers will have access to ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, SEC Network, ACC Network, ESPN News, ABC, Fox, FS1, FS2, Big Ten Network, TNT, TBS, True, and ESPN+. Plus. That's all of them, right? Uh, no NFL network, no MLB network and no uh, local ballys. Yeah. Okay. That's the big one. Yeah. 
because you can get all that stuff on YouTube I, TV and yeah, all I have, things like I that. I have all of those channels right yeah. now on YouTube TV. The hang up is and your cord cutters, your local game and your cord cutters, right? You, yeah, you guys? I, I, yeah, I have YouTube TV. Yeah, so I don't even have that anymore. This isn't really. The more I hear about it, the more I think this isn't really that big a deal. Is well, it? that's why that's why and Andrew Marshawn, who's a sports business guy over at the Athletic, said. His article, new ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers streaming venture won't solve much, at least not yet, was his article. Right. It depends on the price of it. You know, There's still it, significance to the three coming together, but it doesn't solve everything. YouTube TV is pricey. It yeah. has all those sports, so that's why I got rid of it. And... This will probably be about this because this this is all the expensive stuff. This is what makes your cable or right. your ESPN. YouTube TV the price so high. It will be on YouTube TV where you <laughs> sign up for the thirty day free trial period <laughs> just to get whatever it is. Yeah, I signed up for Paramount Plus on Saturday yeah. to get the Badger game. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. How many times can you do that? I don't know, but they, I could do the free trial again. Yeah, I haven't had it for a while, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. now I'm keeping it through Sunday, so I can. I'm gonna sure. pay for a month of it because the Super okay. Bowl the Super is Bowl. on. It. Yeah. yeah, I um, when I first saw this, was it? Oh wait, they're all coming together. Will this be? I thought, what's this gonna do to to uh, the Sunday ticket? You know, on uh, on YouTube TV, which was on Direct TV forever, or or the Red Zone. I thought, is all this gonna be there? Can I? Is this my one stop shop for sports? It doesn't sound like uh, not really, right? It's an option for uh, for the guys that are living on Freebie and Tubu and <laughs> yeah, <that's> Tubi, <laughs> Tubu <laughs> and Pluto, right? You know, watching Gunsmoke all day, they can at least get the game. Hey. <laughs> Not gun smoke. All right. <laughs> Star Trek, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Love boat. <laughs> They're all there <laughs> on those streaming apps. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> I was flip I told you I was flipping through uh Pluto, which I just downloaded. I couldn't mm-hmm. even scroll through all the shows they had. I had scrolled for mm-hmm. ten minutes and we're still like, wow, is there anything they don't have here? Any yeah. old TV show? Mm-hmm. Everything you just written, never wanted to watch insanity. again. Sanity. It was like insanity. Mm-hmm. If you when they told us this when we were kids, like someday you'll be able to watch any TV show you want, anytime you want, at the push of a button. Right, a push of a button, be right, right there, there in your house. I thought that's never going to happen. I, I heard it when I was a kid. It's I'm overwhelmed when I see it now, and I've been warned about it my whole life. The flying car thing never happened, but the whole TV thing, <laughs> the whole schmear of right. TV, right, uh-huh. right there, yeah. It's insane how much is on there. And those are free platforms. Do you have any of those, Tim? I don't. Yeah. I probably, I mean, I probably should. I mean, here's the thing. To Rock's point, like I have YouTube TV and I just use it for the sports stations. Now my wife will watch, you know, E or something like that. Um, but that I have so many other stations that I just, I never use. Stop I it. Just, you know, that's not true. What? You, you are such a phony. <laughs> of you are Mr. Phony. Phony and I'm going to use the second part of that baloney. You're not on the Hallmark channel. 
watching those Christmas movies all Christmas season long. Sports only. You are such a liar. I mean, I may know where the Hallmark channels are come Christmas time. I just know where they are. I know where I got them. What they're uh, running today. Right. Speak, speaking of uh, sports stations, I sent Rock a clip. This was tremendous. I wonder if this has ever happened to you guys. And I know you don't get a ton of guests, so probably not. But Radio Row is all about big-name athletes making the rounds, pitching their product, right? And over the years, I think a lot of people from our side of things have gotten a little tired of it. Does it does it make sense to have, you know, some B-list football player come on your radio show to pitch some random product for five of the eight minutes he's on your show? But if you've got a really big-time guest, yeah, maybe it's worth it if it's Joe Montana or whoever it may be. So... Joe Boomer. Montana's uh, 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 humping it for Pfizer right now. Is he? In their uh, yeah, him and Guinness. Morning, yeah, yeah and he, for he's Guinness and on, for Skechers. He's, yeah, he's, he's yeah. taking in the cash. Yeah. Um, so Boomer Esiason has a show on, on WFAN in New York, and it also streams on CBS Sports Network. Who's his partner now? Because Carton has uh, gotten Gio, yeah. uh, I forget his last he's name. He's moved on from Carton since his incarceration. Yes. Since it's in Cart. In, how do, how, in cart, carton, carton, in, carton, carton, it's a hard move. Greg Giannato is his uh, right. is his guest or his co-host. So apparently, Greg Giannato, I think, is a maybe a a, a Vikings fan. So, so he's never going to have his team in the Super Bowl. No, too bad gonna, for him. Yeah. So he was all excited. And that's Greg with two G's at the two end. Two G's. Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Go hard on that on that Giannato. on those G's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three G's in your name, you say? Well, with Giannato, he's got yeah. four. Oh my gosh, yes. So he was all fired up because they booked Randy Moss. Oh, and, and their set is where they're doing their show is at the Win, so it's not on Radio Row. So you got to people, you know, people got to kind of get down there. But the wind would gladly truck them over, and I'm sure. sure. Absolutely. It's Randy yeah. Moss. Yeah. So that's that's one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Yes. And Don't they we know it. <laughs> and they were just going back and forth, and Gio looks at the producer who was on mic, and he goes, just casually, what what product is uh is Randy Moss promoting? And the producer's like, I don't know. Something with horse racing? And, and Boomer Sison just deadpans. He goes, you booked the Randy Moss, the football player, right? Oh, boy. He goes, what? There's another <laughs> Randy Moss? He goes, are you serious? He goes, yeah, no, 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 no. They sent out the email, his PR person, saying, does anyone want to talk? Super Bowl with Randy Moss. He's like, yeah, there's two of them. There's the football player, and then there's the horse racing analyst for NBC, Randy Moss. He's like, no, no, no. And he reads through it. He's like, no, it's it's Randy Moss. Here, here you have it, Rock? All right, go ahead. He's got something. 
And that's why I'm actually happy we are not at Radio Row. What is Randy Moss promoting, by the way, Al? Do you, do you know? It's something having to do with horse racing. Really? He's very into horse racing. Are, are oh, you boy. sure this is the right? This, the, <laughs> yeah. Not this the other Randy, Randy Moss. Moss. The wide receiver, not Randy. Is there another Randy Yes. Moss? There's a, uh-oh. There's an announcer, Randy Moss. Uh-oh. Who is into horse Who's racing. Who is into horse racing. Please tell me that's fake. The, I, no. Pause, no. pause for a so second. Awesome. It just sounds like they knew what was going on. If you're Randy Moss, the guy who's scripted. coming in for the interview, <laughs> and you're hearing this, you're going, they knew who, what? They don't even know No, but they figured, no, they get into it a little bit later because they figured it out and they're just going to cancel. They're not going to have them on. Here, it continues. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, no, because they no. said, I saw in the request that Randy would like to talk about, blah, blah, blah. Also, anything NFL related. I'm a du- I'm a double checked it. Or maybe the Randy Moss, who is the sports announcer or the horse racing announcer. He also he used to work for the NFL Network. Yeah. Come on, I swear to God. Yes. How's that possible? <laughs> That's the this producer, by the way. Jesus, this is horrible. I, this He's, is what Mark Chernoff's talking about. <laughs> you know, lazy ass. <laughs> this, I mean, You're not I, following, doing any follow through. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining because we have a great setup and everything is great, but I can't catch a break when it comes to some of this stuff, right? Like Dua Leap is in New York when we're out here. I think we're getting Randy Moss. We're getting the white Randy Moss. <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay. Just wanted to check to see if you would be interested in current NBC sports broadcaster and former NFL network broadcaster and reporter. That's right. That's you that's booked that's the white Randy Moss. Oh, my God. Oh, you idiot. First of all, and that I is all. Like, I was thinking, like, there's no way Randy Moss is coming here. <laughs> no wonder they were so excited, too. The, the person was like, oh, no, he will definitely be there. Oh, my God. Listen, in all fairness, this person has got to say, just to be clear, this is not take the top off the defense, Randy Moss. Look, I, oh, this is embarrassing. Way, by the way, I do like the broadcaster, Randy Moss. He's a very nice yes. guy. He loves horse racing. Yes. We love horse no, racing. We're not Leon Tyler. But I can't wait to have hear you call them back and say, you know, we're going to have to cancel. No, 100%. But I'll it, have no problem because I'll say this is. But a dozen other shows booked. <laughs> this Randy horse Moss. racing, Randy yeah. Moss. Mm-hmm. Knowing no, that, that it was ran- that knowing horse- it was the horse racing Randy these Moss. These are the only guys that thought it yeah. was the football player. Yeah. Well, they have the worst producer. <laughs> Sorry, Boomer. Hate to say I've never heard of horse racing Randy Moss. I would have booked I've, him too. <laughs> actually actually I've I've seen him on the Derby. Really? I know what he looks like. Yeah. Okay. I know who he is. And when you said both. that I went, Oh, that's right. And horse racing Randy Moss lives in Minneapolis. That is very confusing. Wow, it is. Yeah. But everybody like else moved could... there just to be confusing. Right. <laughs> but everybody mm-hmm. else got it right except their guy. Yeah. We so. had uh, we had uh, Nate Tice, the son of Mike Tice, on yesterday. What? Nate Tice played uh, quarterback at what Wisconsin. Was the backup for Russell Wilson? That was and, Mike uh, Tice's son. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He does the... work for the Athletic. He's really good. Um. But I asked him, I was like, give me, a, give me a Randy Moss story. He goes, well, my dad canceled practice one day, and we had the whole team over for a pool party. And he said, Randy Moss was over on the diving board just doing, like, perfect Olympic-style dives off the diving board, like no splash into the water. And I guess his dad goes up to Randy Moss. He goes, is there anything you can't do? And he did pause, thought long and hard about it, and goes, can't play the piano. 
There you go. Like, all right. Well, at least you know what you can't do. You can do pretty much everything else. Yeah, no practice today, guys. We're just going over to my house and go swimming. We're going to a little pool party, a little team bonding. Randy, do some, uh, do some, do some dives over there on the diving board. That couldn't have been a regular season game or I would, time. I, know, it had I would, I would think camp. it was like training camp yeah. type deal. <laughs> Your rookies aren't going. You, you stay. Oh, you first year guys. The guys who are on the roster last year can come to my house. <laughs> you booked the you booked the white Randy Moss. <laughs> <laughs> As, as we always tell our children, make sure you read all the directions. Boy, I, can I see don't that. know. I could see I, that happening to me. Oh, really? Why don't you I'll take him? <laughs> From Minneapolis, Horse NBC, racing. all yeah. that, you know. We were about halfway e- through the interview before we figured it out. <laughs> How many oh, times has that happened to him? <laughs> wait, are you not the one that fake mooned the fans? <laughs> You've never caught a pass in the NFL. What? Right. Well, he fake crapped by the goalposts, didn't he? He right. squatted like he was despicable act. Yeah, as right. Joe Buck, Joe said. Buck, that is a disgusting act. Disgusting act. Yeah, disgusting act. So. Uh, MLB and Netflix are doing a uh, hard knocks style series on the Boston Red Sox, Spring following training. them around for the 2024 season. Oh, kind of like full swing then. Yeah, and the uh, the tennis one. And I feel like I've F1 heard plenty one. about the Boston Red Sox, but okay. Mm. Come you know on, some new. You're going to hear more yeah. dugout terms. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. For the baseball dictionary. Bavacqua. <laughs> I'd send a limousine to pick that guy up to make sure he got to the ballpark. Bavacqua. He couldn't hit water if he was in a canoe. <laughs> Hear stuff like that all season sure. long. All right, Tim, we're out of time. All right, I'll see if I can dig up some more uh, exciting stories from the lovely Radio Row. All right. Okay? Another Super Bowl breakdown coming tomorrow.